Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony, and sitting 34 miles to my northwest is my longtime friend, longtime co-host, Manny. And as I, Motion Sickness Gamer, Manny. And a new edition, and from here on out, probably a permanent edition, sitting 71 miles to my west is Leo, Mr. Bitches. You guys all know him. This is Leo, a.k.a. I get zero bitches, no bitches, 100%. I get no females, but I am at your waifu house. You know, that's a, that's a little bit contradictory, isn't it? Nope. It kind of is. Nope. That <laughs> is. It's a good thing you I... said west this time instead of east, but yeah. <laughs> hey, things happen. Things happen. This is not like the fourth time we've had to do this. We've become creatures of habit. <laughs> I thought it was the fifth time already. <laughs> oh, man. I, I felt like rookies again, man. I felt like rookies. You throw one little wrench into it and everything gets fucked up. But as yes. They say, as they say, practice makes perfect, but in Elden Ring or Dark Souls games, it doesn't matter if you practice, you're going to die regardless. This is true. This is true. But yes, you guys did hear that. We are going to have Leo on here all the time now. We've been talking about adding leo for a while now and uh mm-hmm. you know we just had to make sure he finally cleared his schedule because apparently he's busy now now i'm here <laughs> and i'm ready to party is he doing what we did not know but we finally got him on <laughs> he's definitely a busy man yeah i am a busy man i'm not gonna say what i was doing but i am a busy man good good don't ask don't tell uh, rules, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, yes, Manny, or Manny, Leo will be our new addition, and, you know, he's pretty much been part of the show since the beginning anyways. It's we, just we, kind we, of... Yeah, we can pretty see just say he's a long-time running joke on this, on this show. I'm well, a joke now. <laughs> but now he can defend himself. Yes, he can. He can. Put the dukes up, buddy. I'm ready. I'm ready to throw these hands. <laughs> All right. But anyways, uh, let's get let's get into the actual episode now. How are you guys doing? What was going on? I've been doing good. I mean, stressed out. Uh, I'll talk about that later. Why I've been super stressed for the past week. But other than that, I've been doing good. Leo, how about you, buddy? I'm doing mighty fine. Just. Just dealing with life right now. That sounds like every day. Well, anyways, we do got a good episode. We are going to talk a little bit about the new Gran Turismo game and uh, obviously how it affects our um, our motion-sensitive co-hosts here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are going to talk a little bit about a different one. It's not the game, but we're going to talk about Grand, Thre- Grand Theft uh, Tractor in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the cross track kind of hits the home course for off-roading this weekend or last weekend. Yeah, uh, last weekend. Yep. We got a couple little anime things, and obviously we got to address a little bit about how the gas prices are affecting car culture and what we're doing around nowadays. And at the tail end of the episode, be sure to tune in all the way to the end. We're going to have a couple of events upcoming that you guys should be keeping an eye out for so uh manny let's start with gran turismo 7 yes 
uh, so I have the PS5, and thankfully to you, Tony, you actually gave me a $50 gift card for the PlayStation Store. So I pretty much just waited till Gran Turismo 7 was going to come out so I can use that $50 gift card and bought it. And honestly, it the attention to detail and the quality on the graphics and everything, there are times where I just can't tell it's a video game. There are times where I, t- I can... I feel like it's actual video footage in real time. It's so crazy that we used to say that exact same phrase 10 years ago. And then we look right? back at it now. <laughs> right. Like, like I can honestly agree with that too. Honestly. Yeah. No, I remember 10, 15 years ago, you know, younger me was still looking at video games. Like, fuck, that looks so realistic. <laughs> <laughs> and then yet if we go, if we try to go back to older games, we're like, Oh my God, this is garbage. Yes, straight fat. Although to be fair, I think the perception gets a little bit worse as you get younger. Cause like I remember looking at old school Sega Genesis Mortal Kombat and being like, it looks just like a movie. (laughs) (laughs) And then you look then you look at it now, it's like, oh, how did they even consider this like graphic? Like you can't even tell that's blood. Or like uh, I busted out my GameCube the other week, just like for the first time in so long. Went on like play some like nostalgia games, like let's say Need for Speed Underground Two, uh, Star Fox Adventures, Spider Man, all those games. But once I got into like Need for Speed Underground Two, I was like, oh my god, is this really what the graphics were like back then when I was little? Like what the hell? Yep, yep, yep. Granted. Granted, though, Metroid Prime still held up to its to its standard for me and, like, enjoying, like, how the graphics were on that game. Okay. How yeah. about you, Leo? What's your throwback for, uh, I guess, thinking they were real? <laughs> Bro, I used to play on PC back then. And I used to oh, play... excuse me, fancy boy. Yeah, I was on that. I was wearing a Window 97. On the, I was on the hot boy shit right there. <laughs> oh, I was, you definitely was privileged back then. <laughs> I was playing Need for Speed High Stakes. And back when I remember when I was little, I thought that was the most realistic game ever. I went to go watch like clips of it on YouTube. I was like, this is the most garbage quality I've ever seen in my life. Minecraft can go better, better than that. it's it was when i saw that was so bad it was so horrible Uh, i I never really considered any games back in the day to be realistic in terms of graphics and everything i would say probably the closest to one that i could feel when i was little was probably like need for speed carbon maybe Mm, other than that metal gear solid for me metal gear solid i have never played those games honestly for what? me, I've never played any Metal. Okay, I've never played any Metal Gear Solid games. I've never played any Kingdom Hearts games, any Legend of Zelda games, or Final Fantasy games. Jeez, Manny, I'm a little bit me, disappointed. I, trust, I know, I know. Trust me, I get a lot of hate for that shit, but I, I really don't care. No hate. I just, I just feel for your soul. There's no, no, missing no, things. I, no, no. <laughs> you lost a lot. It, things, it's not that buddy. I'm saying I uh, hate from you. I've actually gotten hate from people in the gaming community. Uh, that's okay they were probably just pedo smash players (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh shit! I am never letting go of that story. No, I'm neither. Neither I'm am I. Never letting go of that story. <laughs> Wait, which story are we talking about? I hope we're thinking about the same one. Uh, I believe more we covered. Well, we covered it on the podcast. Was it the one where the female Twitch streamer for Smash? Probably not. Huh? Nope. Actually, I, I believe this is the one you brought up a uh, last year, maybe. And it was like um some adult tournament that they were inviting teenage girls to their house for some oh, kind of smash tournaments oh that yes 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 yeah, yeah yeah very very creepy stuff yeah i do remember i think there was another famous uh smash player that uh she was a female she was grooming a, a young boy but then she got caught and then she blamed the community I, I forgot like she tried to make the dumbest excuse to defend herself for grooming a little boy yeah super super weird yeah but anyways yeah dude you are missing out with like metal gear and zelda mm-hmm. uh, i don't know about zelda i i love zelda dude at least that's because probably because it was like my thing when i was like a kid on game boy kind of thing mm. it was zelda and pokemon that's it not bad not bad i think it wasn't it wasn't until like 2003 is when I finally witnessed a game that looks super realistic to me, and that was The Last of Us Part 1. The Last of Us. That's a while back. Isn't yeah. It was in 2013. PS3, right? Yeah, I had that for the PS3, and then I got it for the PS4 as well. It's been a good minute, yeah. Yeah, yeah it has been. It has been, at like, what, 2013? That is about nine years ago. And then they re-released The Last of Us Part 2 last, no, not last year, two years ago, right? I want to say two years ago? Yeah, 2020, if I remember 2020. Yep, 2020. Oh, okay, yeah. Because yeah, it won but... Game of the Award somehow. Yeah. See, that's one I've never played. It's a good game, but like, like I know you have your taste. Everybody has their different tastes, so it's not like a game that everybody should be playing and stuff like if if, if one person does an interest to it then they don't have to play it honestly got it got it well we kind of drifted off a little bit but so <laughs> <laughs> you said it looks super realistic so how long did it take for you to catch the motion sickness about an hour i would say an hour <laughs> uh so it's not it, it, one of the main components of the reason why I'm experiencing motion sickness is because all the motion doing, you're doing in your chair. No, he's tilting left and right when he's going corners. Yeah, <laughs> trying to trying to get that like max stimulation feeling and everything. <laughs> but um, so when you're taking turns or like kind of like swaying, you're like swerving your car around. The camera also tilts itself. So the whole world, you see the whole world just tilting back and forth, like like rocking back and forth, basically. And that's what was causing myself, uh, causing me to get motion sickness, just seeing the camera move or shake like back and forth on side to side, basically. Okay. But uh, other than that, I mean, I was I was trying my best to enjoy it, regardless of the motion sickness. Uh, I haven't done much. I started doing the the license school. I finally finished. The first part of the license school so i'm gonna start getting into the other licenses like more top tier levels and everything and 
I've been I've been kind of enjoying the the music rallies too. So they're like little rally races where you like you have to like uh, get uh, reach a certain amount of distance before the song ends and everything. So I thought that was actually pretty cool and everything doing that. But definitely a, definitely a different feeling from Forza because it's not in Mexico. Oh, okay. I'm assuming you didn't get motion sickness because you weren't in Mexico, right? Is, no, is that the just, only thing? No, you, you don't get motion sick in Mexico. You just get sick from the water. Yeah, okay. God forbid you touch the water, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but other than that, I mean, it's it looks like a really well done game, honestly. So I'm going to try to enjoy it more. Probably stock up on some motion sickness pills. Manny, I have a question for you. What was the first car that you bought in Gran Turismo 7? Uh, so they gave me a choice of 18 cars. And I had to buy them from the used car dealership in the game. So used car dealership? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I thought that was the weird part too. But it's literally called used car dealership. So Is that the after- weird part? No, no. I mean, no. that's kind of like one of the key things, at least from some of the older Gran Turismo's. I always love the used car dealerships. No, yeah, yeah. Were there any F13 shell for like $10,000 by any oh, chance? Jeez. <laughs> no, they, no, they weren't 10000 They were 24000 Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I went with uh, the Integra Type R. Good choice. So. And I did get the deluxe edition, so I got the GR Yaris as well, the performance uh, package car. So I've been liking how that car handles and everything too. Nice. I know. Nice. I know Tony's interested in the GR Yaris. I'm hating that we don't get it. <laughs> it's still a Mexico thing, only, huh? I believe so. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, like, I'm gonna try my. I'm gonna, like I said, I'm gonna try my best to go more into the game there you go there you go that's the spirit so leo when are you going to make the switch and get rid of forza never (laughs) (laughs) i've been playing forza since forza motorsport 2 and i was back in 2006 okay i have a confession honestly the only every time i play video game the only game i play literally forza that's it here and there, I'll play like Grand Theft Auto or Call of Duty. But literally, my whole life, I've been playing Forza. Oh, Jeez. that's another game. I, I, didn't, I didn't play Call of Duty also. You never played Call of Duty? Not that I remember. What? I've Doesn't even played that one. I mean, it's it's fun. It's just a lot of angry people and angry kids yelling at you. I got Dark Souls for that, but I just yell at myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me it was just the repetitive maps. I get bored. That's like the main you, you got to keep actually. me in. You got to keep me interested with some like compelling storytelling or something, or else I'm gonna get bored and just like stop that, playing. That, no, that really is the main reason why I don't play Call of Duty because of the repetitive, the repetitive, the repetitive maps and everything. Hmm. So Leo. Yes. Have you have you ventured into Gran Turismo before if you've been playing Forza this whole time? No. Never. Never. Never, really. Never. I mean, wow. wouldn't you say the wouldn't you say the the PS4 that me and Tommy got you is the first Sony console you've ever had? Actually, no. My first Sony Sony console, I don't want to say Sony, Sony console was a PlayStation Portable 
A oh, PSP. So PSP. Okay. Yeah. Did they have Gran Turismo on the PSP? Not that. I think they, they have... had a version. Like it was kind of like a spin-off version. It wasn't a full official Gran Turismo version. You know what I did play on a PSP? Ridge Racer. <laughs> <laughs> oh god and i enjoyed the shit out of that game i loved it i love okay. the intro so i have been playing gran turismo since i was jeez i'm trying to remember what age but i was not a teen <laughs> <laughs> this was you know the original dual disc setup for the ps1 gran turismo the dual disc That's dual disc right there. setup yep i actually still have that dual disc setup somewhere in one of my boxes That's here at the a house. lot of money right there interesting probably so not the, so the psp <laughs> did have a grand turismo game they did? they did yeah which one want... it came out in 2009 it, it just says grand turismo the real driving simulator yeah it was it was just a spin-off version yeah yeah it wasn't one of the official like editions but yeah, I've been playing it literally since I was a child. <laughs> I remember uh, they had the endurance race around one of the Rovals. It was like 200 laps. And I remember conning the system by taping the X button down for the gas accelerator <laughs> and like leaning a book on the fucking um, on the analog stick just enough so it kind of like scrapes the wall and does the laps for me. <laughs> oh my goodness. I kind of did that in uh, Grand Theft Auto, honestly. Did you? I had to do like a secret mission where I had to join a cult and then I have to do their challenges to join the cult and everything. And I had to wear their jumpsuit uniform and walk or run like five miles in the desert. So I just put the analog stick on the um the one of the analog sticks so i could keep turning left and the other one to to walk forward and everything and i just left it there while i watched anime oh wow <laughs> oh goodness <laughs> i had to do it like three times though because I, I kept getting random encounters where like a cougar kept killing me or a random van came over and exploded next to me or someone just shot me to death and everything a random van exploded what the hell yeah it is grand theft auto yeah, anything's possible in that game, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, man, I've been playing literally Gran Turismo since the beginning. Would you it, say that's your first racing game? You know what? I think it actually was my first racing game. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Yeah, this is what exposed me to, like, you know, before even, like, uh, before getting into, like, teenage years and buying, like, you know, hot import night magazines or anything like that, like... That's what exposed me to cars in general, right? Yeah. I didn't know what a skyline was until Gran Turismo. I didn't know what anything was until Gran Turismo. So, wow. yeah, I would say that rooted me for my first car video games and my first introduction into cars. Okay. Okay. Now, I would yeah. say my first introduction to racing and anything just car-related was Underground 2. Okay. Which I wish they would make a remake on that game. Honestly, my first like exposure to like car modification or car racing, well, beside you know Need for Speed and I don't know if you had an Xbox, Tony, but have you ever played Sega GT two thousand two? I have not. I've only had Xbox as my current Xbox One. Okay, it's a game. 
it's when you buy the Xbox, it comes with a two. It's a disc that comes with two games. So you have Sega GT two thousand two and Jetset Radio. But my okay. first real real exposure of like you know racing and modification and whatnot was Midnight Club. Damn, dub edition. <laughs> the dub edition. I had the dub there edition. There is a dub edition. I had the dub edition, and that thing went bonkers. I I played the shit out of dub edition on PS2. <laughs> that game was crazy. I think that's the only racing game they added hydraulics and airbag at the same time. What the fuck? No, yeah, it I'm was having wild. trouble even remembering, but I think it had a fucking pretty good soundtrack too. It did. Damn, the that's in- a throwback. The intro to that game was crazy. <laughs> that's a super throwback. As a matter of fact, speaking of my little box of uh, memorabilia, I think I have Midnight Club Dub Edition for my PS2 with my PS2. <laughs> oh, what, what is Dub Edition Night going to come out? When we're coming over. <laughs> Oh, shoot. I don't know. Whenever. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think uh, Gran Turismo 7, besides giving you motion sickness, just kind of took us through a lot of memory lanes there, Manny. It did. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out where in the settings I can turn off that mechanic, if it's possible, because I don't see anything related towards that yet. Maybe it's just training for you to get over this, Manny. You can do it. Uh... We believe in you. I'll try. I'll try. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? While we got you sick to your stomach, let's get into Grand Theft Tractor, Manny. Yes, yes. Uh, So last week, my family was actually out in Mexico. And during the middle of the night, actually, I would say the same night that me and you recorded our previous episode from last week, my tractor was stolen. and. It wasn't until like early next morning is when one of my workers went up to the to the very back of our yard and saw that our fence was uh, mowed down and everything. I was like, what the fuck? And so I turned around and I noticed, oh, shit, our tractor's gone. So they stole our tractor. Like, what the fuck? Called sheriff. They explained the, uh, explained the situation, showed them the fence, showed them the area where the tractor's parked. Showed them the trail and everything, so they saw that they they pretty much just drove our tractor off the off the lot and everything. So after that, it just became a whole shit show of just stress and anxiety for me for the rest of the week. Yeah, geez. So they literally Grand Theft Auto that like if you know when you do the code for the tank and just start running over everything, mm-hmm. they basically just ran everything over and off the property. Yep. Jeez. And so after the sheriff's left, took my report and everything, all the information, I went back out. I followed the trails because they it looked like they didn't go to any main road. They basically just drove it through the fields. And later on, uh, after walking for a bit, I, I finally came to a dead stop. There was no tracks whatsoever. So it looks like they already had a trailer waiting for it to be loaded and everything. Okay. So it just became a whole shit show, like I said, a stress. And it just caused me more stress knowing that my family wasn't even home. I was home alone taking care and managing the business on my own. And for this incident to happen, honestly, while they're away, I was like, it, it just, the stress and guilt over me just increased even more, honestly. Yeah. I mean, understandable, but 
you can't really uh you know guard dog at night all the time you know yeah that's, i know i know but i mean other than that it, after that i just basically started like i i started getting more i started applying and joining to like facebook group pages for communities around my area so i joined one directly for my community like what's happening in Woodcrest. What's happening in Riverside? What's happening in Corona? What's happening in Norco? What's happening in Paris? What's happening in San Bernardino? Did you do the Chicano one of what's happening? Oh, God. <laughs> the a fools. I keep hearing it, Manny. I keep hearing it. I know, I know. What's, what's happening? So I, I just basically did all that. And probably, and that was like Wednesday, I would say, of last week. And so once we got into Sunday, I get a text message, hey, I think I found your tractor, and they showed me videos, and there was a person driving it on the road, and a white Ford C-Max tagging along behind it, because uh, my tractor didn't have signal lights or headlights or anything, because we didn't we didn't have use for that, because it was going to be a, a, a ranch tractor the whole time, so there's never we're never going to see a time where we're going to have it driving around or take it somewhere else off the property and stuff. Yeah. So they had the someone in this Ford C Max tagging spotting. along, yeah, spotting and helping with the turn signals and everything. And the person called me, showed me pictures, showed me videos, and in the video it shows that their behavior started to become more erratic uh, once they noticed that they were actually being recorded, like if they've been found out, basically. Yeah, and they didn't get the uh, license plate number. Oh, I got the license plate on that shit. I already turned it into the sheriff's and I gave him all the information. Okay. And so that actually was up in Gavlin Hills. Uh, and started How far joining. is that from your property? It's literally my backyard. Oh, geez. It, it really is. It's literally my fucking backyard. Like, it's still local. So I, I started uh, joining other Facebook group pages for the area of Gavlin Hills. And sure enough, within a few, within a couple of hours, I started getting lots of comments on my posts and everything, saying multiple witnesses that they also saw the tractor with the Ford C-Max on various parts of the main road, trying to get to their destination. And this is all done in broad daylight. Yeah. So we, we were able to pinpoint what road they turned off onto. And so me and my dad went out to go check out the area where they turned out. It's it's a they're all registered roads, but it's all dirt trail roads. That's the thing. So me and my dad, we went out there. We found a very large community, a hidden community of ranches and how and houses out there in in the hills and shit. All dirt roads and everything. And there was just so many marijuana uh, farms out there and everything, plantations and stuff. So. We were kind of getting a little bit worried about where were we getting, what area we were getting involved in, honestly. So, and even if me and my dad went up there right away, I'm pretty sure they were already worried that they were going to get caught. So they had the tractor hiding because we traveled out there for like about two hours circling around the roads and stuff. We couldn't find shit. Okay. So after that, I went to the sheriff's office, the sheriff deputy that handled my case was coincidentally right there present at the sheriff's department so we i spoke to him directly gave him all the information uh pictures videos and stuff 
and directly off the main road where they turned off to to the dirt road is a very large nursery like their nursery is huge and so i actually went to go take a pay a visit to them and asked them if they had security footage uh for their cameras that i saw that they had at their entrance i talked to them and they basically told me that, yeah they do have security cameras all throughout their property but they don't have anything actually pointing out to the main road at the entrance so uh that was a little bit of a letdown honestly for a little bit more uh a little bit more evidence to be able to have honestly on my hands yeah but when I told him that they did turn into the main road, to that dirt road that's directly across the street from them, the dude just told me, he said, yeah, there's a lot of illegal marijuana plantations and farms out there. And most of the time, they're, they're actually having trouble with the people that, that deal over there, that coming over to the nursery and stealing shit from them, too. Oh, shoot. Oh, damn. Yeah. So once we got to know, have more knowledge that they were illegal plantations, that's when me and my dad are kind of losing confidence on this whole situation of the possibility of getting ourselves into putting our putting our lives at stake, getting involved with these illegal plantations out there for marijuana. Got it, got it, got it. Other than that, I mean, like I said, I gave out all my information, uh, gave all the information, the plates on the Ford C-Max and everything to the sheriff. So it just depends if the sheriff's going to make a move or not. Damn. W- which I hope they will. Yeah, hopefully. <clears throat> did you uh, did you guys have like a VIN number or anything registered with it? For the tractor? The tractor? Yeah. So, like, so if we, it does get raided or whatever and it gets recovered, they're able to identify a VIN number or some kind of... I don't even know if tractors have VIN numbers or whatever it takes to ID it. Uh, there's very certain, certain key features on the tractor and everything. I've pointed out every single key feature so far on the tractor so they know. We retrofitted a push-to-start button because the the turnkey ignition no longer works anymore. Standard shipbox things, yep. Yep. Yeah, and lots of other stuff that we added our to ourselves on the tractor uh, to create more efficiency on work here at our nursery for its use and everything. Yeah. Plus, uh, once the once the, one of the sheriff deputies saw the videos and stuff and saw the pictures of our tractor that we had on our yard, he immediately even agreed, "Yeah, that's definitely your tractor." Okay. Okay. But well, yeah, uh, hopefully, there's a a good safe solution to this because obviously yeah you don't want to get too mixed up with illegal growers yeah exactly and my mom's already getting worried about us getting involved and we're kind of like kind of having the same thought now too honestly yeah yeah i mean there's only so much that's worth a phys you know you don't want to do any kind of physical risk for sure oh yeah i mean the, the within the same week there was other local nurseries that we know personally that were also getting hit also with the same situation because before our tractor was stolen we actually had a black crown big i know it's not you tony <laughs> <laughs> can't accuse me of nothing no more <laughs> <laughs> but we did have a black crown big posted outside of our property in the back hills area where it's just all like hills and urban uh, uh rural area and everything and it would for a few days it would just come and go come and go like if it's scoping us out and everything and the day after the tractor got stolen we have never seen that crown vic ever again okay 
So, and the reason why I also say this is because another personal friend of ours that has a nursery as well, his place was raided as well, where they had a few cars parked outside of his property for his nursery. And they were just coming and going, coming and going, but they were also like hiding around, like getting out, walking outside of the car and hiding around and scoping his nursery and everything. And sometimes he has night worker, he has, sometimes he has his workers working at night. And sure enough, they, one, uh, they walked into the property, they tied up his workers, held them a gunpoint while they ransacked his property, stealing his materials, products, tools, and equipment and everything. Yeah, that's that's a little wild right there. And there is speculation that a lot of these robberies are from illegal plant, uh, marijuana plantations, honestly. Wow, that's scary. Yeah, so that's the situation that we got we we got involved into, honestly. Dang, whatever happened to the safer grow houses? Right. Just grow them in your neighbor, in your uh, friendly neighborhood suburbs. <laughs> leave mm-hmm. leave the businesses alone. Leave the people alone. So the main speculation is that they want to maximize profits as much as possible without spending money. So by taking other people's equipment, they don't spend money. Yep. Pretty much business 101. By siphoning off the of utilities, they don't spend money on utilities as well. Water, yep. electricity, all that stuff. Well, geez. Well, keep us posted. And uh, yeah, obviously, if it's going to pose any kind of physical risk or anything to you, yourself, or your family, leave it alone. Cut the losses. Cut the loss. Yeah. That that probably we probably that is probably our route that we're going to take. Probably. Yeah. Wire up some crazy kill switches. Slash the seat. Put in the, put an air tag in the seat for your other tractor. <laughs> oh yeah. No, definitely. At least because, maybe with an I air mean, tag, you can let yeah. that, the cops find it that way. Yeah, I mean, we've been here for like, my family's been here at this nursery for since the late 80s. And this is the first time we've ever had a situation like this. Yeah. And, yeah. and you, you know my property. We're not completely fenced off as well. No, but you are very isolated. I can see where it'd be very easy to just try attempt something like that pretty boldly without being seen yeah and that's probably one of the reasons why it attracted them is because a lot of these illegal plantations for marijuana they love to find areas that are excluded and isolated so they can build their plantations yeah well yeah that was basically my situation grand theft tractor let's uh let's work on uh helping you get some uh kill switches wired and stuff uh, definitely. I mean, if you know how to install them, because I've never done a kill switch. I mean, I would. It would be much very appreciated if you're able to help. Me I have that. had many a shit boxes where I've had to wire up kill switches and bypasses. We can do it. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, speaking of the backyard that goes on for days and days of yours. Uh, we decided to hit the Crosstrex first little uh, off-road course. We kind of did. We kind of yeah, did. We kind of did. It was kind of. It's like, uh, you know, it, it. I guess we can consider that part of your backyard, or I guess technically whatever, just the open nothingness behind your property. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like the home course for off-roading. Kind of is. So we got to take the Crosstrek up there and actually. Uh, that's my first time doing any kind of like off-roading stuff. 
and test out the Subaru and see how it did. And test out the Subaru on like low speed or with momentum and everything. Mm -hmm. Steep and hills, loose hills, rocks. Mm. And uh, it was very anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, I mean, I could also agree with that. I mean, it's just a lot of rural areas, so there's not really much obstacles when it comes to like trying to actually get an idea about off-roading stuff. I might have another location for you to try out if you're willing. It's actually close to me as well, so we can probably plan a day and we can probably check it out. Down. Yeah, but there was some pretty steep hills, a couple of mm -hmm. them at least. Yeah. Like, uh, I guess because the cross trek lands in this weird little zone of not quite car, but not quite SUV. Mm -hmm. Obviously not truck. It's a crossover. You know, but it's smaller than a crossover still. I I don't I'm not really too familiar with crossovers, so I never like would it I be consider a hatchback? It's like a hatchback because I wanna say I almost almost wanna say like interior room wise when you're sitting in the front seat, rear seat, and then talking about like hatch cargo room. It's almost the same as the type R, dude. Oh shit. It is not if it, it might be a little bit bigger, but I don't think it's much bigger than the type R was. It's why I, I hesitate to call it like a crossover because it's so fucking small. <laughs> if it look like like those base, not base, but those Impreza. You know what I mean? It is, I believe it is based upon the Impreza platform. It might it's like an Impreza need to be corrected on that, but it's a, it's an Impreza, but it's the bigger, chunkier, and a little more fun cousin of Impreza. Maybe, I guess, yeah. I mean, it's not, basically, it's not big. The way I envision it to help myself kind of, like, like it more is, like, it's like a small lifted wagon. Mm. But anyways, it is in this weird little pocket. It's not really all the way one way or the other, you know what I mean? It's having it's having an identity crisis right now. It is. It is. It <laughs> identifies as a off-roader Jeep, but it's like a car. <laughs> it's an economy car that identifies as a Jeep. There we go. There we found, go. We found it. We found it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so when you're driving it, you don't really feel like you're driving in a big vehicle, you know? So there was one, the first like steep hill, I guess because I'm used to driving nothing but lowered cars, basically. I immediately thought the center, like the chassis center of the car was just going to scrape on that thing so bad. And it didn't. Then going up hills, it just went. It was just very, very easy and comfortable. So now you had a little feeling with the course. When are, when are we going to kick it up a notch and do like group B rally type speed now i have already been looking up rally events to try out my first rally event who i know do you want to go i want to go let's fucking look, do I, it. i'm guessing you're looking with nasa right uh actually no i found another page and i cannot remember the name of it worth the life of me but i started following them so i'll find them again soon <laughs> <laughs> But it's a different page that actually runs these uh, off-road events uh, for uh, Rallycross. 
So I'm probably going to try it with them. They have one coming up at the end of March, and I think the end of April. Okay. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, so I might go try it out. It, it looks it looks like a lot of fun, and I think it's like a... I think they have it done by laps, it's like 11 laps. It's like 100 bucks or something like that. 11, that's a, that's a lot of laps for 100 bucks, if you think about it. Eh, I, I mean, I guess I'm comparing it. It, it. It's like autocross. It's a little bit closer to autocross. Obviously, rally cross, autocross, whatever. Autocross, they were charging me 80 bucks for like three laps. Damn, has it gone up that much? I mean, that was 2020. Uh, I haven't done... Oh, fuck, dude. I haven't done autocross since like 2013, 2014. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've done an autocross event. I thought, I thought, I, the way I see it, that's um, bang for your buck right there. Yeah, I guess because I'm comparing it to like NASA or Speed Ventures, like road racing events. Yeah. Where you're getting kind of 30, you know, three to four 30 minute sessions for, you know, 150, close to 180 bucks a day kind of thing. Yeah. And in those 30 minute sessions, you can do almost close to 10 laps ish, right? Yeah. Give and take. So it's kind of like, uh, it sounds more, but yeah, I kind of get where you're coming from, I guess, from the full autocross side. Yeah. But yes, I have been looking into it already, and I really, really want to go because I could see doing the off-road thing as fun, maybe for more like going up for like a hiking trip, taking the wife, having the dogs, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or even, you know, we go camping, us and the boys or something, doing some overlanding stuff. That sounds fun. But I did catch myself wanting really, really, really bad to power slide and want to do something more because I got a little bored. (laughs) <laughs> you said you were having trouble with that right yeah the tune on that thing is freaking terrible man that and the roads are bumpy so i didn't really want to full send through all the holes and <laughs> holes yeah. and rocks on that terrain it would need it would it, it would need to be like dirt roads that are like more flat instead of a little just bit like more with, loose, loose and, with, dirt. And, and without rocks yeah that's why i feel like if i go to a rally cross event that's where I can truly, truly, truly fall into it and kind of beat on it a little bit. Yeah. And, and see how I like doing uh, doing that side of the Subaru life. But kind of like uh, our, our buddy Julian that was with us said he felt like we were, we were in a Subaru commercial doing that. You know, <laughs> that's what makes the Subaru a Subaru. <laughs> so However, turn- it can't be a Subaru if you didn't let me baptize it. We're not vaping in my fucking car. I got to smell that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, I do have a point, though. (laughs) No. See, See? this is coming from a a fellow Subi owner. I think the the vape thing only applies to the BRZs and WRXs. STIs not included? Uh, I mean, it's WRX, STI, right? Yeah. So they're in there. We cast the net for that side. <laughs> I, I think I'm more with like, you know, the cargo shorts outlander people with the with the outbacks. <laughs> I think outbacks? My, with the outbacks, Subaru outbacks. Mm, okay, I see what you mean. Cargo yeah. shorts, uh a hiking shoes. <laughs> hiking, yeah, hiking shoes, a polo. But you you have to wear your hat and glasses. 
you can't you cannot not wear that that, that really fucked what you didn't it it did i don't oh. know who you were <laughs> <laughs> i'm like who's this man next to me playing? oh that's hair. right he was complaining that he saw you without glasses and a hat yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna comb my hair put on my contacts just fuck with you every time i see you now no they don't bother me so much i'm like <laughs> who is this stranger talking to me knowing about my life or grow out your beard tony oh god yep don't grow do up my beard contacts and comb my hair you won't oh, know who the hell it is i'll <laughs> freak out i'm like who are you i'm calling the police you're, you're stealing tony's car <laughs> but anyways yes the the first off-road thing kind of like i can see how that's going to be fun more for like overlanding stuff but i think it made it pushed me for sure more to go towards and and sign up for a rally cross event i, I kind of okay. have to do it now so after you're done with a rally cross event when are we going to sign up for the baja baja yeah i wouldn't even know what a baja event entails to be honest Let's sign up for one and let's do for the best. <laughs> I know a buddy of mine does um a poker run. Mm. And I from what I understand, they go off road and they have to like almost like a scavenger hunt. They're just given like GPS coordinates and they're able to go in any order they want and go to these GPS coordinates and check in to try to get. I'm assuming certain cards at each event and they use that as their hand in poker at the end. Oh goodness. I'm not a hundred percent sure how it works. I've been planning to ask him because he actually won one and he has this crazy Baja bug with a J series Honda motor in it. Ooh. Yeah. Good move. move. Oh dude. He did a, he does fucking willies in that thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty gnarly, gnarly build he does. And he built that thing all himself. So I kind of wanted to invite him on and talk about a little bit of that off road venturing. Hey, we should do one for the Unaccepted Podcast event where instead of poker cards, we have Uno cards spread around the town. Fuck, that's going to take forever. (laughs) Hell no. (laughs) Especially with the. Do whatever you want card. No. With <laughs> gas prices now, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> but anyways, uh, man. Don't remind me of gas prices, please. Well, we're getting into that later, but you had a quick little anime thing, and then we'll kind of move on to the next topics, Manny. Uh, yeah. Uh, so if anybody's actually a fan of the slime anime, we call it slime movie. I mean, everybody else, I don't know if anybody else calls it, but it's formerly known as that time I got reincarnated as a slime, it's going to be getting a movie. So I'm actually really excited for that. I'm uh, curious if anybody actually uses the full long-term names of some of these animes no. like I on mean, the regular. I hope yeah, they, I'm kind of curious too. I hope everybody does it like a slime. No, there's, a lot, there's that one diehard person. No, the name is... <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> the elitist enthusiast. Yeah. Basically, basically. Well, I mean, I think at, at that point, they would probably be doing it in full Japanese, even though their accent's all fucked up. Oh, goodness sake. <laughs> <laughs> I already imagined it in my mind. It's already, I want to be out of it already. <laughs> and they'll be doing it with like slime a... I see, I'm already walking away. <laughs> 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 they'll be Kure doing no it... Kizuna. 
I'm ready doing in my it car with a super like condescending attitude while they cover their face and push their glasses up with their middle finger. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> the glare in the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> There's oh, so shit. many anime characters that does that shit. Oh, it's, it's, those are the tropes. That they are. They are honestly. Those are the tropes. All right, but anyways, so, we so were this... talking about um, gas prices, right? Yeah. So. With gas prices rising, we have car prices rising. Everything's getting more expensive. People are driving their shit boxes more, right? Yes, sir. I'm so, driving my my more reliable car. Well, Manny, you don't have a commute. I, I don't my even know. How, the, my commute is worse than both of you guys. It is not worse it than anybody's. Cap. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's interesting. So you're probably at least for you personally, gas prices affect you personally the least. I know with the business, you still got to pay for the tractors and everything like that, but. Oh, dude, it, it's getting worse for us, honestly. It's getting to the point where we've already started telling our customers that for deliveries, we're going to be charging a surcharge for gas. Okay, for delivery? Yeah. But at least that's, that's why I said for you personally, it affects you the least since you don't really, the only places you go or work, quote unquote work, I'm calling the podcast work, is my house. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, Leo, you commute a little bit, right? Yeah, I commute a little, little bit further. Did you? Did it make you stop? Uh, start questioning what car you're driving? Yes, actually. Actually, uh, about two hours ago, I realized I'm not using the Subaru anymore because <laughs> premiums are a little expensive. So I'm driving the shipbox Celica now. Ooh. So you're going to put up with the Celica? Yes, until the gas price is down a little bit. Ooh. All right. So what is your threshold number for that? Um, for gas prices? Yeah. Before you would, because uh, basically, you know, for context, for anybody who hasn't seen or obviously ridden in the Celica, it is loud, it is low, it is very stiff, and I'm just making assumptions that you do not have any air conditioning in that motherfucker. It does have air conditioning in that motherfucker. Oh, fancy boy. God uh, damn. Yeah, I I am, I'm shocked. I'm genuinely uh, shocked. And if, and if you want a back massage, they will definitely blow your back out. Yep. Well, that's why I said it's very stiff, like stiff suspension. It'll give you scoliosis. <laughs> And also, if everyone know what how loud it is, imagine a straight pipe tractor. I mean, I don't know how many people have a heard a straight pipe one. Against yeah, I will have to agree tractor. on that part too. I, I've never, I don't know so many people that was straight pipe one. Oh, you guys haven't been to the dirty south. <laughs> I'll tell you. I've been to Mexico. That's south. <laughs> oh, we're talking about <laughs> the land of the free south. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like if you have a tractor, you're not going to want to cut the muffler off and have it screaming at you while you're working. My that God. is true. That is Manny true. knows. Manny knows I, about these yes. tractor things. No, you guys haven't heard of tractor pooling? Have pooling seen... things with tractors? No, they pull competitively with their tractors. Pull competitively. It, yes. Think of it as like tug of war. 
oh okay i've done i've seen people do it with their trucks <laughs> but yeah this time with their tractor and your tractor like straight piped loud it caused the depression <laughs> that's what's going on with me got it got it got it so at what dollar per gallon will put you back in the subaru uh it goes back to five five or four eighty seven it's getting close to seven dollars isn't it huh i don't know i filled up i filled up sunday at 550 yeah over here it's 550 for premium okay that's actually pretty good in comparisons to some of the photos i've been seeing because you know as soon as it goes up everybody starts bitching yeah but and that's those... literally all of social media right now is just pictures of gas station pumps <laughs> everyone's my compl- workers one of my workers he actually goes to la frequently and he tells me that it's it's getting close to seven dollars now over there apparently oh no that's wild yep okay is there a number that will make you consider not driving i guess not driving yeah not not driving uh like is there a cutoff where it's just like you know what fuck this like i'm gonna use some sort of public transportation or walk (laughs) (laughs) if that's even feasible for you yeah it's gotta wake up super early (laughs) (laughs) just pound four monster and just call it a day uh i guess i could reach what 657 yeah it reached 650 or seven dollars and i'll be like yep i'm not driving anymore really that's actually kind of plausible dude yeah i, I mean like, genuinely seems possible at this point with my celica my celica does 35 miles per gallon so surprisingly so i'm not too worried but but yeah, at that point, I'm not going to drive anymore. I'll just carpool someone. Got it, got it, got it. I don't know if I have a number. <laughs> I mean, ten dollars. I I don't mean I, I gotta. I work very far, and I have to commute pretty far. You know. Yeah. I think at a certain number, I'll definitely be extremely vocal about trying to work remote because I can do 100% of my job remote. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I have a number. I would probably have to pay it, to be honest. Wait, Tony, I got a question for you. What's that? So with the increase of gas prices and everything and you uh, purchasing and acquiring a more fuel-efficient vehicle, even if it's more fuel efficient and with the distance and the gas prices, wouldn't it contradict you trying to get a fuel efficient car with the rising gas prices? Run that by me one more time. So wouldn't like the rising fuel costs contradict you trying to get a fuel efficient car, uh, trying to save money, even though the gas prices are going to keep going up. So it means you're going to be spending the same amount of money again as before getting the fuel efficient car as the cross trick. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yes, I am going to still be spending more money on that. But uh, since I gave the Crown Vic away to my dad, mm-hmm. 
it was either I go buy a gas saving car or I drive the Fox body or the pickup truck. Which we know you don't want to drive daily that Fox body. Fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck no. I did not want to daily the Fox body. The Fox body did not get, obviously it's a old V8. It doesn't do great, great on gas. And of course the truck is a giant behemoth that does even worse on gas. (laughs) So if I didn't go out and buy a gas saver, I would probably be spending upwards of $700 a month on gas. Given I, right. Yeah, given I have the car payment now, but at least I'm a much more comfortable. What's your MPG on the Subaru? So, like the whole sticker window or whatever, whatever, I'm supposed to be doing like 31. I believe it's like 33 for the CVT and 31 for the manual. And I am doing about 29. So you're saying combined. Cap on that. Cap on that. You're saying my Celica does a lot better MPG than your car. Uh yeah, pretty much. Well, you got a 22 RE. Don't forget about that. Yeah, it's God's gift to the world. And you probably weigh half of what the cross check weighs. All wheel drive is never lightweight. What do you say? I weigh half of the as a cross track? Well, the Celica. Oh, I thought you were calling me. I'm like, whoa, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into you later, Leo, right? <laughs> You're a whole nother topic. <laughs> but yes, yeah. that, it's, that's a 70? 80. 80. Five. Five. Okay, so 85 Celica. What are you weighing, like 24? 23. 23, okay. I'm I have never really looked it up, but I'm almost positive the cross trek is well over three. Yeah. So it yes, it's fuel efficient, but it's also heavy as shit. Um, so I think combined right now, I'm actually getting around 29, and that's with like my whole commute normal. I call cap on that because you have a heavy foot. Yeah. I'm getting 29. I'm happy with it. Shit. I feel like you're using all the numbers on your rev limiter. <laughs> you know, the lack of power kind of deters me from doing that because it makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> the higher the go, the higher the depression goes up. Kind of, kind of. <laughs> like when I do step on it and I let the RPMs go up, I, I'm just so uninspired by the power, by the lack of power in it. I'm just like, eh, might as well cruise. sounds about right so yeah i think that's the only reason why it's been doing well all right well manny let's get into a couple of the events coming up that everybody should be keeping an eye out for yeah if you're a weeb car enthusiast we got segoya saturday coming up on march 19th i'm gonna try to make it out honestly it's been a very long time since i've been in segoya saturday same but again, that's going to be March 19th from 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the Anaheim Arctic Station. I have no idea where that is. I've never been there. I know it's in Anaheim. Right next to the Angel Stadium. Really? Yes. Oh, yes, okay. That's the where the train station's at. That's exactly the train station with the fancy light. Fancy lights. Yep. RGB. Yep, yep. 
I actually believe uh, me and the wife took like a day trip and took the train out to San Diego one day from there. Mm-hmm. Pretty okay. popular spot. A lot of people take pictures there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that's what it was. That's what it was called. Yes, sir. Ooh, there's Man. a Carl Straws right there, I think, too, right? Yep. I think there is. Yeah. Oh, we got to go. down, Tony? I'm down. I need a red trolley. Oof. I mean, there's there's the fuck what's that place called? The one I make mango cart. Uh Golden Road. Golden Road's right down the street. Got it. But mango cart's not even that good, honestly, in my opinion. You're not good. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a amazing defense of it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> trying to be a lawyer. <laughs> I don't know. I had Mango Kart once, and I was like, "This is shit." Honestly, Red Trolley for the win. Sorry, Red Trolley Leo. for the win. I'm sorry. Red Trolley what, what for the win. What is Red Trolley? It's, a, it's what we were drinking at the barbecue place last time. Uh, what is it? It's a beer. It's like flavor beer. No, or, no fruit flavors or no nothing. It's good. Oh, uh, I guess you'll try it. We'll go. All right. You're local. That's your hood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not really my hood, but yeah. All right. And the next one is to a uh, for autism awareness presented by Arc Movement. If you don't know Arc Movement, we have talked about them a few, quite a few times on our podcast. Uh, they're a great organization. They love to do give back to community. And what best way to give back to community is also to support your hobby as uh, your hobby into cars, cars enthusiasts and everything. And so what better way to enjoy your hobby with cars and everything to also give back with the community? Yeah, we're we're super lucky to have our little hobbies and spend money on, you know, what we rightfully know is a waste. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if we, you know, we have these luxuries to be able to do this, so it doesn't hurt to give a little bit back to that. And I, you know, I've really, really steered clear from a lot of like car meets and stuff like that, unless mm-hmm. it was like a weave related event for the most part. Cause then at that point, I'm not really even concerned as much about the cars as I am more about like the people there and the anime part of it, you know? Yeah. But when it comes to arc movements, charity events, I think these are ones that I will always continue to keep going to. So we'd Definitely. love to see everybody come out and support. Come out, have fun. Come out and have fun. I mean, I've always I've always been enjoying ever since the first time I went uh, to these uh, meets or these car shows that Arc Moving does. They do an amazing job of what they do and everything, how organized they are and everything. So if anybody's interested, you can go up and register on their on their IG page, Arc Movement. Register your car for their car show. Show your support. Help with donations and charity and everything. It's going to be at the Anaheim Garden Walk. On May 1st from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Yes, and uh, we'll probably start reposting a couple of their stuff, and they should have a link on their website to do registration. They do. They do. I checked earlier. Yeah, and I think they even do a flyer for your car. If you're attending, you can send them an email with a picture of your car, and they'll respond with, like, a little custom-made flyer to show you're attending, like, just a little thing they try to do to help you guys promote it as well. Nice. Oh, yeah. So we'll be reposting that really, really soon. But I think with that, fellas, that is our episode. 
uh leo thank you. you you know you didn't fuck it up you're all right surprisingly <laughs> i did it yeah <laughs> i didn't fumble the bag this time <laughs> all right well manny why don't you tell the listeners where they can find us yes you can definitely find us on instagram twitter and facebook at, at unaccepted pod and we do have a website unacceptedpod.com leo it's your turn oh crap are we <laughs> fucked up <laughs> Well, be sure to like and subscribe and leave a review on whatever you listen to, whether it be I, uh, Apple iTunes, Spotify, uh, your mom's radio. Make sure to leave a review, subscribe, and yeah. All right. And if you have any questions or want to send us an email, you can email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, with that, we'll see everybody next Wednesday. Now to play more Elden Ring. Catch you guys later. Adios. Bye-bye.